Hello, folks. Anthony Romeo here. One Wise Man, Wise Up, episode 1.8. P-O-E. P-O-E. Power over Ethernet. We're talking today to Guy Chevette from Signamax, Director, Product, Market Development. Very fortunate. Folks, for the last several weeks, I thank you all for taking the time to listen to Wise Up. What we've been trying to do, I think we've been achieving, educate folks on layer one infrastructure. How in the world do these things work? Especially in a world that we live today, remote access is so crucial. It is so needed. And the layer one infrastructure allows us to utilize our laptops, our cell phones, and our tablets. And it's become more and more needed than ever before. Today, our guest, Guy, has a very long background in, in telecommunications. And with that said, I'd like Guy to just give us a little taste of the history of where he's coming from. So, Guy, without further ado, where are you coming from? Uh, so I've been in the telecommunication business, as you mentioned, for almost 25 years. Uh, I'm originally from Israel. I spent seven years in the communication corp in the Israeli Defense Force. Uh, so uh, this was mid-90s into early 2000s. Uh, after that, I uh, joined a, a wireless uh, company that I spent uh, over 10 years uh, here in the United States as a, as a sales engineer and uh, later uh, managing the sales engineer group and went on to, to a couple other networking uh, companies, including Allied Telesis and now Signamax, uh, where now I'm the, the product uh, manager for the network solutions product portfolio. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a mouthful. And uh, thank you for your service. Uh, you know, most people say that kindly, uh, lightheartedly and uh, say, but it, it's, it's a, a certain person, certain individual takes uh, to commit uh, to something a greater good, um, despite uh, it's not the American Armed Services, it's uh, one of our allied nations. So I, I appreciate you taking the time, uh, you know, to join us today and, and go over what Sigmax is bringing to the table. Um, and so it's very important to hear from you um, being where you're coming from and understanding the need of power over Ethernet. So basically, talk to me about what is the importance of power over Ethernet? Like, what's the big deal? Like, who cares if, you know, it goes a certain distance? I mean, why is power over Ethernet a big deal? Well, first of all, power over Ethernet uh, just allows us to connect a variety of devices using a single cable, right? If we didn't have power over Ethernet, every IP video camera would have to be locally powered. Uh, that would limit where we could put the cameras. Uh, it would also be a lot more expensive. I mean, we all know uh, electricians uh, and adding AC points is just uh, is more expensive than uh, moving a, a category cable around, uh, and it would, uh, the POE allows certain functionality like uh, 
you know, it's easier to do backup uh, power, redundant power at the at the head end and at the end device. You could remotely power devices, uh, right, and and so forth. So if we have no PoE, uh, you know, I mentioned IP cameras. Of course, the first PoE application was VoIP phones. Uh, it would just require a lot more uh, power spots. And then when you move forward with the standards, uh, now you're talking about you know PoE lighting, and you're talking about digital signage, and you're talking about kiosks, and, and a whole lot of variety of of products so we can connect both power and communication over a single cable. Wow. So, and, and it's very interesting because of the world that we live in today, especially today, how uh, in a post-COVID world, uh, you know, listening to some architects uh, as well as design engineering firms and a lot of real estate uh, holders uh, to safely um, get back into the workplace and um, just allow these folks, these employees to come back into the worst place. Like you said, the kiosks and the, the cameras, they're going to be um, built out even more so nowadays. And you have these, uh, you know, very elaborate um, lobbies in uh, New York City and Chicago and L.A. and all around the country or around the world for that matter. And there's not an IDF or an MDF, you know, within 100 meters. And they're going to now need to deploy IR cameras. They're going to have to deploy uh, digital signage because now people coming into these facilities are going to need to know the protocols or the procedures and properly entering in the building. And you could put a paper sign and, and have somebody, you know, hang it up on the wall or you, I, I you know, some of the conversations that I've had thus far, a lot of people are talking about, uh, you know, from a safety and assurances standpoint, put digital signage all over the place just to ensure that the people are uh, well informed of what's to come. So the importance, what you had mentioned on, you know, power over Ethernet, uh, it looks like it's going to be, uh, you know, readily uh, needed uh, on a more frequent basis now more than ever before. Right, and I think we should we should mention here that a lot of, uh, in, you know, in the past, if we look back at the history, there were a lot of systems that had their own infrastructure, right? It might be a two-wire or, uh, you know, a telephone cable or something like that, and they did not have the same distance limitations but there are uh, there are savings uh, both from economies of scale, from the manufacturing, and and just the standardization of everybody moving in the direction of using Ethernet as the infrastructure structure, infrastructure uh, basic. Now the problem is Ethernet was built with that 100 meter or 328 feet limitation, uh, and you know PoE is as an add-on standard to Ethernet has comes with that same limitation uh, because of the limitation in Ethernet, right? So if you had, I don't know, in the past, a PA system in an old school, uh, there was the, the limitation, distance limitations were much further, uh, or Quaxel uh, cameras and so on. But once they use Ethernet, uh, now they're limited by 328 feet. And in some places, the infrastructure, it just requires longer distances than that, right? The building's big, uh, or it's outside or something, and it, and it requires uh, more space. 
so I think that, you know, as we see more devices moving to Ethernet and PoE, you're going to see more uh, need for uh, longer distance solutions. Right. And, and talk to me about Signamax and where, where you guys are coming from as a company. I shouldn't say you guys. You're, you know, that's my New York uh, coming out of me, you guys. Um, but from a company standpoint, you know, you've been in business a couple of weeks, a couple of years. <laughs> you know. Sure. So, so Signamax is a U.S. Florida-based uh, company, uh, actually headquartered in Miami. Uh, they, they were founded, or the company was founded in 1983. So we've been around for almost 40 years uh, and in the same location, in Miami the whole time. And, a, you know, originally it was, it was, there, there was uh, certain PC-related communication equipment, and, and over time it's evolved, and, and right now we offer a broad array of connectivity and network solutions, uh, both industrial and commercial, uh, as well as uh, military slash government uh, as far as our market. Uh, so we really have two main product solutions, uh, the, the connectivity or the, the passive, uh, and then the, the network solutions, which is the switches and media converters and PoE extenders and so forth. Uh, so what about uh, hybrid powered fiber? Uh, what, what could you talk to me about that uh, when it comes to hybrid solutions? I'm hearing more and more uh, companies, or I should say manufacturers that are saying, you know, we have hybrid solutions and, you know, what's the importance or, you know, how does that parlay into what we're talking about with PoE extenders? Sure. So traditionally, if you needed to go and provide Ethernet connectivity beyond, you know, the 328 feet. A, a traditional solution would be to use a pair of media converters and the fiber, either multimode or single mode. You can go as far as you need to, uh, and then connect devices at the far end. Uh, and that works great between buildings and, and and whatnot. But the problem is, if I want to place four cameras and an access point on a pole in a parking lot, and I run fiber to it, now I need to get power to it. So the power pole maybe will be a little bit easier, but if it's not a power pole, getting power to, you know, to a pole and part of that is, is expensive and difficult. Uh, and and this is why we have, yeah. a, so this is why we're, we'll discuss a few other solutions, but one of the solutions uh, that uh, manufacturers of outdoor fiber cable uh, have come up with uh, is what they call either hybrid fiber or a powered fiber which is basically that in, on top of the, the, the fiber itself, the strands, inside the jackets, they add a two-wire, you know, either 12-gauge, 14-gauge, uh, that can be used to power the remote device. Uh, so in a solution like this, you might place uh, at the head end, you'll have a fiber media converter, and you'll have a 48-volt power supply. You connect that to the powered fiber or the hybrid power fiber, depending on who manufactures the fiber, they'll, they'll, they'll use the different terminology, but it's the same thing. Right. And then at the far end, you'll have a media converter that gets powered through that 12 gauge uh, wire coming through, connecting to the fiber and then providing PoE to the cameras and access point or whatever it is that you have out there. So you don't need an electrician to run, you know, and 
110, 120 volt AC power line, 800 feet out to the middle of the parking lot, right? Uh, you're running low voltage uh, over and inside the same jacket as, as your fiber. Uh, and that, that's what is, is referred to as a hybrid or a powered, a powered fiber. And then if you would uh, talk to me a little bit about Signamax, and I, I know you have a variety of uh, different fiber media converters, um, but what about a remotely powered via hybrid powered fiber, uh, like the E300 series? So a, a, actually the E300 series is our Ethernet PoE extenders, which we can talk to uh, about as well. But actually the media converters, the fiber media converters that can be remotely powered is our I1100 series. So that's our industrial media converters. Uh, there's a variety of models with or without PoE, uh, you know, different data rates, gigabit or 100 meg, uh, and different fiber types, the multimodal or single mode, and we, we, we have quite a few customers. Uh, you know, we don't sell or make fiber itself. Uh, okay. We sell fiber connectors, uh, we have fiber patch panels and so on, but I mean, in bulk fiber, there's companies that do the glass. Uh, that's not our business. We're, right. we're a connectivity and a uh, networking company. Uh, so we have uh, customers that will use a, you know, buy a, 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 a hybrid fiber solution from someone else in place. Uh, one of our commercial media converters uh, or chassis full of media converters at the head end in our I1100 series at the remote end uh, and provides you know, power and connectivity to the devices there. That's a very common solution. Uh, we get that a lot in you know, like resorts, uh, campus environments where there's, there's outdoors, uh, theme parks, those kinds of larger environments where they might have many uh, Many many the pools that have single one or two devices on them, but spread out over long distances. Right. Uh, the E300 series that you mentioned uh, is is a different solution. That's also a very interesting way to extend uh, both PoE and Ethernet beyond that 328 foot limitation. Uh, and we call it either. Uh, you know, Ethernet PoE over twisted pair, or some companies will call it a long reach or long range PoE. And basically these work in a pair as well, similar to the media converters, just instead of using a fiber in between, uh, you use a regular category cable. So a Cat5 or Cat6 cable. Uh, and you could go up to 4,000 feet. Uh, you put one device you know, at your head end, that one's gonna be either PoE powered from a switch or AC powered. And then you put one device at the end, we've got both indoor and outdoor units, uh, and they will, you don't need at the end any power. It gets powered in line through the CAT five or CAT six cable. It powers the extender itself, and then it provides PoE to the devices connected there. And depending on the distance, uh, you could get, you know, up to uh, 54 watts, but, uh, but if you're going all the way up to, you know, 4,000 feet, you can still get 10 watts at that distance. Plus, of course, the Ethernet itself. Oh, interesting. Oh, definitely. And I, I noticed um, in the uh, in May, uh, just just a couple weeks, uh, actually last week, uh, you did uh, two events, um, uh, two web series that were Bixie certified. Um, and uh, sorry, I missed it, but. Uh, for future references, uh, do you see or anticipate uh, you or S and Signamax uh, hosting any more of these Bixie accredited trainings? 
Yes. So first of all, we have a, you know, tradition of uh, Signamax certified installer Bixie training that, that we uh, do or traditionally did live in, in classes for our installers. And now we're doing a, or can do on demand through webinar, but that's, that's a you know, full day event. Uh, what we've added now because, you know, everybody's locked out at home uh, is this one hour uh, POE training or introduction to POE training, which, which goes through uh, all the, the different POE standards, uh, the differences between them, the whole POE process uh, from detection to power removal. Uh, and a, it's, a, as you mentioned, a Bixie CEC uh, accredited course. Uh, we did uh, a couple of those at uh, the beginning or middle of this month. Uh, we'll do another event. I don't have dates yet, but in uh, somewhere in around four to six weeks, we'll do another couple. Uh, so if anybody's interested in that and is listening in, uh, they either email me directly or, you know, info at Sigmax and say that they want to be put on the contact list. Once we, we have dates, we'll send out, uh, you know, invitations to, to everyone and they can register. Oh, that's great. That now we look forward to it. And I, I know you had mentioned uh, in a previous discussion about uh, tech support, um, tech support at signamax.com uh, for additional uh, support uh, when working with these um, Signamax products, which I think is, you know, phenomenal uh, to have that direct access to the manufacturer and uh, get timely responses uh, to folks like yourself. Um, it's very uh it's very commendable that that uh you your company as large as it is is able to you know operate uh the way it does and uh one thing i would add is um for the folks out there listening is that um is signamax uh giving these uh times that we're living in uh, we will see uh, Signamax uh, products more so now than ever before. And I pointed that out earlier on the call because of the needs of uh, IR cameras and uh, digital signage. I mean, this is uh, unprecedented times and a lot of it's unknown, but a lot of it's been laid out um, for the post-COVID world that we are to expect or anticipate to live in and operate in and uh, you know quality products um, have to be brought to, to the people's attention and that's what uh, we're trying to do at Wise Up. We're trying to bring that attention, that noise to quality manufacturers like Signamax and others out there and what, what it is that they are manufacturing. As Guy has pointed out, Signamax has been around since 1983 and uh, a US-owned uh, company uh, we're, we're trying to uh, bring that attention on the layer one infrastructure. And I can't stress upon that um, enough uh, because we, we hear about all these uh, fancy dancy devices, but they're paperweights without the layer one infrastructure. So Guy, thank you again uh, for taking the time to uh, talk about the, the product solutions that Sigmax offers as well as uh, available uh, trainings or possible events that might be coming up in the future. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I, I'd like to, to say, as you mentioned before, uh, we provide either a lifetime warranty or five-year warranty on all our network solutions. Uh, we provide support both 
you know, at the time of installation and uh, at any point afterwards for all our products and from the U.S. Uh, it's no additional cost. It's not like you got to buy a support, I don't know, a program or package or anything like that. Uh, we, our network solutions products uh, are used very frequently, uh, both by, you know, U.S. government or TAA certified uh, and as well as, you know, we, you know, physical security, audio video market, uh, building automation. Uh, so, you know, th these are the types of environments we typically get used at. It's not a consumer product, so it doesn't have that kind of brand recognition that you would get from, you know, consumer products that you buy on Amazon. Uh, but, uh, you know, we make reliable, long-lasting, uh, sturdy products uh, for tough environments. That's uh, that's that's really uh, the, the business we're in. And folks, if you want to learn more about uh, Signamax, it's signamax.com, or uh, do uh, yourself a favor, contact your friends at Wise Components. They can help you and get the quality products from Signamax. Uh, I'm Anthony Romeo. This is Wise Up, and we thank you for taking the opportunity to listen to us again. Um, be safe out there. And uh, thanks again. Thank you, Anthony.